All right, all right. Tim, uh, I would like to talk about Pierre Dorian. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. He traded uh, a player. Yeah. It's pretty good so far. And Las Vegas traded the player to another team, Anaheim. But that was on the list of the players that he did not want to go. How am I doing so far? I was at the top of the list. Yeah. <laughs> and he did not want to go to Anaheim. And Ottawa lost its first pick. Right. Over, over this. Because what happened was Dorian, from what we've heard, didn't send that player's no-trade list. And so Vegas didn't know. Are you sure? Well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Anyhow, that's how that. That's how uh, Steve Stales. And that's how he got uh, general manager. Right, because he was he was with Edmonton, and he left Edmonton and became president. And you and I, we've all talked about how he was going to be the yeah. general manager of Ottawa I, because yeah. Michael Andolar, who owns the team used to own the Hamilton Bulldogs, and Stales did a great job with he the He did Bulldogs. a good job. He did a great job in Hamilton. And uh, he, was, he was getting good crowds there, too. He was getting good crowds. They won back-to-back OHL. But, you know, Cindy, I, I'll tell you why I like Steve Stales. It's because he's got a brain and, you know, a good hockey sense. And you could tell because his son was a really good hockey player. Yeah. And a minor midget. And he, was a, he was definitely was a first or, sec, or early second rounder. And Steve could have taken him to Hamilton, mm-hmm. and he didn't, because he knew there was going to be too much pressure on the kid. There's pressure on the coach. You know, it's awkward in the dressing room for the kid. So he let him. I think he went to Windsor. Makes sense. So he knows, he knows the culture of hockey and what people are like. You know, you remember that time that Vadne uh, 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 got traded and, and Esposito got traded to New York. Right. I'll tell you a story there. That uh, I got a call from Harry about five thirty in the morning. He says you better get down to Vadney and uh, Esposito because he says that it's going to break here, and if it breaks here, they'll get a hold of them first and everything. So, and let's just put that in context. This was probably the biggest trade in the National well, Hockey League. Phil got seventy six goals, I think, the year before. And uh, and and uh, he dropped down to sixty five goals, and he said, uh, "Phil, you've had a bad year." Yes, he had sixty five goals. You're trading your sixty five goal scorer, second best defenseman next to Bobby. And and I, I we did not want we wanted Dallas Smith to go, and they they held out for Vadney, and I I Vad Vad was my best friend. Well, I was one of my best friends. So anyhow. I had to go down, so I went down and, and Doki. I, and Doki was in the room too. Doki, go for a walk, and I I told uh, that, and he says, and he says, oh geez, he says Raymond, his his wife was sick and, and everything, and and uh, he said, I have a no trade contract. I saw oh, no, he would, Harry wouldn't do that, and I phoned Harry, and Harry was in his office, and he says, no no no. And I, and, he, and I could feel the pages flipping on the contract. And, and sure enough, and it was dead silence. Harry, Harry, Harry. And I kept hollering, Harry. So I said, he's found out that you do have a no-trade contract. I said, and so we sat there and I said, Dad, if he doesn't get you now, he's going to get you later. And uh, I said, why don't you go to New York and, and ask him for some money? And he got 100 grand. That's so a, you you told Vadney 
to ask for more money in order to break the contract. I said, why don't you go to New York and New York will give you some, some extra money. And he gave him a hundred grand. You want to hear? Okay, so 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 any so anyhow, I phoned Bobby. I don't know why I phoned Bobby. So I phoned Bobby. Bobby hadn't played. This was his first game back, and uh, there he was in his shorts, waiting outside Phil's room. I knocked on the door, and Phil answered. The, and he had white pajamas on. I never forgot. He had white silk pajamas on. White. It, that's what he slept in. So anyhow, I, I walk in and I and I, I told Phil, I said, you've been traded. He says, and he started started to cry, started to cry. He was he was the he was the Boston Bruins. So anyhow, I told him he's been traded. And he says, if you tell me, and Bobby, Bobby had come in and wandered over to, and was raining as usual in in, in Vancouver. And he's looking at the wind, <laughs> and I said, I said. He says, Grapes, this is this is Phil talking. He says, if you tell me I've been traded to New York, I'm going to jump right out that window. I said, Bobby, get away from that window. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Or is that just a story? I don't know. I, Phil tells the story all the time. Anyhow, so anyhow, we I told him, and boy, and you know what happened that morning? I, I blew the whistle to speed up, and nobody sped up. Yeah, it was like a revolt. And I, I need I need us to say I can't tell you what I told them. I said we can trade value. We can trade anybody in this club, and uh, anyhow. Well, tell the story. Like yeah, you, you you talked how Carl Vadney and you were good friends. Tell the story. You were in Montreal, in your uh, in your club. Yeah. So I, so Bad and I were really good friends. We were really good friends. I don't know how we ever became good friends, but we came. He was French Canadian, and. Uh, all my all my friends and 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 uh, in Colorado, my best friend was Rene Robert. Yeah. Anyhow, so I said to he says I'm going out to my jeweler. He says would you would you like to would you like to come? I said well I got nothing to do. So uh, we went out to the jeweler and he says he says that ring he says you got there. We had got it from uh, Joe Crozier, and uh, it had f- four pieces of glass in it. Yeah, it was you called a cup ring, right? Yeah, and, and it was it was t- <laughs> terrible looking at a ring. And and I said, yeah, we won four for it. He says, give me the ring. And he said something to the guy in French. So I went back and he says, well, you know, when I went back in about a, two weeks or something like that by myself, and the guy said, there was a great big diamond in it. I said, holy dinah. I said, I can't, I can't afford that. I don't have any money. And he said, it's all taken care of. Carol Vadney took, took care of it. Didn't you say though it was one of the diamonds out of one of his Stanley Cup rings? What happened was that, that he and he had a, I had all, he had all the diamonds taken out, and he was having a, uh, a ring made for uh, Raymond, and he said give the big diamond to the, to put grapes. Anyhow, and we traded him. <laughs> we traded him. The- you were giving the players heck about something, and you said, I admire Vad. He got in there, and he fought Schultz. He fought <laughs> Schultz, and Vad's not a good fighter. <laughs> yeah, and he came up to me after. He says, Danny, he says, I don't know why you say I'm not a good fighter. <laughs> I remember good- the story you said, I always remember from Carol Vadney, when you were in a really, really fancy, fancy restaurant. Oh. And, and, and he saves your bacon, not looking like a... Right off the farm. Well, anyhow, I was I was with him and Vad, and and um, 
or him and uh, Phil Esposito, go ahead, yeah, give that little girl over there, give that little girl. And, and the fancy, bill come, and we're going to spit it three ways. This whole, the, the last time I ever went out with those guys, I'll <laughs> tell you that. So Dad, Sydney, the Leafs are in a, well, actually, all the Canadian teams are in a funk except for <laughs> Vancouver. They're well, rolling they'll along. But they'll pull out of it. Hmm? They'll pull out Leafs. of it. So they played Boston the other day, the Leafs, and, uh, and uh, they lost 3-2 in overtime. And uh, there was a hit. Marchant hit uh, Lilligren into the boards, and some of the Leaf fans said it was dirty, and he should. It was dirty. You know, I Marchant is my favorite Bruin player, and it was dirty. He put a stick between his legs and got him. And not not a, not a, not one person went over and said, "I don't think you should do that, Mister Marchant." And and he was explaining to. To the did, did you see him? He was, he was talking to the bench, and and Pertuzzi was laughing, and uh, you know Reeves was chirping at him. But you know, here's the thing, though, Dad. After the next day, Keith said they had a they had a uh, meeting with the Leaf players to say you got to stick up for each other. Like, do you really need to have yeah a, 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 a meeting to say, <laughs> hey, look, if somebody takes one of our players and drives him feet first into the boards? Go over and say something to him. At least, at least say you're a little upset. But you got to play Reeves. You got to play him. You got to play him. Like he just can't sit there. It doesn't do any good for him to sit there. So you had a guy, uh, let's say like Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller, like he's not Ryan Reeves or anything, but he was a fourth line player. He yeah. ended up getting twenty goals. Like how many shifts? A, a he pick- would. He would. He would go on every second. Like. If the three three top lines went on, yeah. he would go on the fourth line. Right. He would get on about maybe about three or four. But they gotta play. You can't sit there for for uh, you can't sit there. And, and I know because I sat there. You can't sit there. And your legs freeze up on you or something. I don't know what happens to your legs, but your legs freeze up. And Reeves has got to play. He's got to play. He just can't sit there on the bench like a. Yeah, like a mad dog, right? Yeah, I, I, I So hate. once again, you're saying it's it's the coach that's the problem. Well, I, I, he's got, there's so many guys back of that bench there. Gizzi, that one guy, that one, what is, what's his name, Tim? Uh, is it uh, Boucher? Yeah, he looks like. He, he's he, auditioning for the head coaching job, and I don't think yeah. he's making no bones about it. Yeah, he looks like he's, he looks like he's in charge already. Got the paper and he's got the whole deal. That's Anyhow, what, that's what I think. I think there's too many people talking to too I, many Leafs. I think. They I mean, do. who do they listen to? I mean, you know, you yeah, got the, the head coach with his hands in his pocket all the time. Every time I go, I always like watching the bench. I like to see the dynamics of the bench going on. It. I don't know, Dad. I don't know what you say. You know, you see a guy with his hands in his pockets a lot. Mm. You know, and he was a he like if they leave this guy alone and let him just coach the way he wants to coach because he was a haywire guy when he I, I've said this before he was a haywire guy. Yeah, but you know though, Dad, like I watched that game Boston, and he never put. Reeves out against Marchand. No. You know what I mean? So you go, okay, well, and you hear, well, it was a 2-2 game. It's a 2-2 game in November, and yeah. you lost anyway. Yeah, you're going to so, lose. So, like... In- I would have put I would have put Reeves out against them, and I would have backed them down. Yeah. I would have... There's no doubt that... And you know what? And, and um, Re- uh, I don't know if, if uh, Marchand would have fought Reeves or not. No, but you know what? Some other Bruins would have jumped in. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, I read in Steve Simmons' column today, and he made a good point. 
last year in the playoffs when uh, 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 Morgan Riley hit really hit one of their star yeah. players, the first two guys to jump in and start throwing punches were Stamkos and Kucherov. They're two yeah. top players. And, uh, you know, you just... It, and it's funny, hey, it's Shanahan's got the team. And hey, it's Shana, just, Shanahan! It's such a soft Shanahan! Team. They, you, you can't believe this Shanahan, when he played, boy, he played with a broken ankle. Remember that? Yeah, he, crawled, he blocked a shot, blocked another shot, crawled off the ice. And crawled off the ice. And, uh, yeah. I mean, just, I, just, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand the Leafs. They, I'll tell you one thing, boy, they get a good power play. That's one good thing yeah. they put on that power play. Well, I scored... This is Sunday morning, so they've they got what four goals last night and two goals in Boston. So their last six goals have all been scored by by uh, uh, Matthews and uh, Marner. Well, well, they play about ninety <laughs> minutes a game, so they that's, should that's play. like last night. You were watching the game, and uh, Buffalo scored. And they put the camera on Matthews on the ice, and he goes, "You go, geez, he's on the ice a lot for a lot of goals." And you go, "Well, he's on the ice the whole. He's always on the ice, so he's going to be scored against." So, Dad, you know, the one thing I, I got to ask, we'll go back. Uh, Leafs are playing Tampa. Uh, they win. Max gets three. Uh, Max Bodomi gets three points. Knives gets his first two goals. And you think, well, they got a little bit of chemistry. And the next game, they're not playing together. They like, would, they, they, if I was coaching, they would be playing together. So when did you kind of monkey around with the lines? When, when I, when, if one line was going and wasn't wasn't going, I'd just put uh, Donnie Marcotte on, <laughs> and he'd straight to that line. He was, he didn't. He, I don't know. I don't think he liked me too well, but it doesn't matter. He he played the hockey game, and he played, and he straightened out that line. Every line he went on, he straightened out. Why? He was just a good. I don't know. He just up and down, and and uh, see see Selkie Trophy was w- put in for. Guy like Ganey and Marcotte, yeah. they didn't get many goals. But so, and I remember Mr. G- uh, Mr. Selke saying, "This is for the player that doesn't score many goals, but does a lot of back checking." Well, Donnie Marcotte, he, he back checked with Guy Lafleur. You can't get much better than that. And he was the guy that checked uh, Lafleur. So, Cindy and Dad, we have a new sponsor, Vintage Tendy Magazine. It's a magazine for goalies by goalies, and that's where they get the word Tendy. Oh. And uh, it is an unbelievable magazine. Best pictures I've ever seen. And yeah. I've seen a lot, not, an awful lot of pictures. I always say it's almost like a coffee book. Yeah, it is like a... You know why I like it, Tim? They have close-ups of the, the goalies' uh, masks, and I just love looking remember, at the detail. Remember, uh, Cindy, remember they had uh, Ron and I on, uh, Reimer. Yeah, one yeah. of them. Reimer had his... Yeah. Uh, you had remember? both the, you and Ron's picture on yeah. it. Yeah, remember the kid in the minors we were watching? He had a bull terrier. Oh, yeah, he had a bull terrier on his... Ter- and that kid, I forget his... I wish I could knew his name. Remember how he could fire a puck? Yeah, oh yeah, little little guy. Hey, yeah. he just take it, just fire the puck. You couldn't believe it. he could shoot a puck better than the, the guys who were shooting at him. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So, but as again, this goal, this magazine's for goalies by goalies. It's unbelievable pictures. Yeah, you love it. And a really super high gloss finish. Like yeah, thick paper. Thick paper. And uh, there's uh, this week they have or they have a uh, article on Clint Malarchuk, and you've got an article on. I've got an article in there about. Uh, uh, Trechek. So if you uh, want to take a look, visit Vintage, V-I-N-T-A-G-E, Tendy, T-E-N-D-Y, magazine.com, all one word. 
to subscribe or go visit their uh, Facebook page, Vintage Tendy Magazine. As they say, if you got a man cave, you want those pictures because they're, they had, as I said, I said before, they had a picture of Eddie Johnson that it looked like it was a high definition taken with a camera and, today. And, and, when, and it's a great picture, too. He's getting ready for a shot. Shot, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it shows you how he looked like he has a windbreaker on. Yeah. You know, he had no mask. Eh? Like, there, there was no equipment back then with those goalies. And I used, to, I used to see Cheevers all the time. He'd be bruises on one side to the other. But he never complained. So check it out, vintagetendymagazine.com. You'll love it. Okay, Dad, this is from Alex B one from Twitter, and he wants to know what was the toughest rink to coach in, whether you're in Rochester or the Bruins or Colorado. And Well, there's no doubt uh, Providence, Rhode Island was the toughest team. They had a brand-new arena, too. I'll never forget. I could go on and on and on about that. Well, well someday I'll tell, tell Just us. Just a quick story. Was that the one you had where there was a rematch with Wensink? Yeah. And then you said there was a big fight in the War Memorial, and then a couple of weeks later you're going back on Providence, and everybody was said this was the big rematch, and you said John's not coming. In the- John's not coming, but the reason he wasn't coming was he had a sore knee. And then He's- the guy went nuts because he sold out the Oh, rink. yeah, and he <laughs> sold out, and he went went crazy. I used to... I used to, I, I had more fun in Rochester than I had anywhere, and, and I used to, remember, Cindy, you used to make sandwiches. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we did have a good time in Rochester. I mean, it was like a little family, and uh, I made, the, I was the caterer for the press, and I made my little finger sandwiches, and I was part-time secretary. One of, them, one of them said it was, it was, they were too damp. Oh, remember that? That was a reporter. Uh, I remember his name. Can I say his name? Sure. I remember, it was Rick Sayers for the Democrat and Chronicle, and he said the the sandwiches were damp. And I said, well, that was because of the tea towels that I put on them. And you were so angry that he never was allowed in the dressing room again after that. <laughs> yeah. And the poor guy never knew why. He never got a good, I never got a good quote from you guys it's because he comp- he complained about the sandwiches. Well, but- don't complain about the sandwiches. <laughs> you know, next week, we're running a bit long, but next week, Dad, I want to ask you, you were coach and then mom said, you're not going to get along with the GM, so see if you could be the GM. And you became the the, the you know the coach and general re- manager can, of, of Rochester. Yes. Right? Okay. So the question I want to ask next week is, you had almost no business sense, but yet you had to deal with all the contracts and everything. I I I dealt, and I, I remember John Denhammer was the guy was the was assistant coach. He did he did the general manager's job, and he used to he used to. But really, you had to figure out. The, like how much a guy was worth. I remember one time Dennis Ball phoned me about Francois Umet. I remember him. You remember him? Yellow, he was a good-looking good guy. Look, good-looking guy, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I said, I said, uh, uh, well, I don't need another defenseman. He said, Don, I said I want to send Francois Nunet to Rochester. I said, and I and I figured out in my head. And I said, "How much is he making?" He says, "Eleven thousand. Holy shit! There was nobody making eleven thousand in our club." So I figured out, and I and I figured out when I was talking to him, I figured it out to about 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 uh, ten dollars in my head. So how I much, how much was left on his contract? Yeah. So we'll get into it more next week, Dad. Like about it, but I I just amazes me now that you know Cindy you kind of worked with business how dad had doesn't have a lot of business skills but you mm. know you had to do how to buy the sticks and you had to get the buses and you had to get yeah one thing I did know was hockey 